You're listening to Preaching Source, a ministry of Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary's School of Preaching. I'm your host, Professor Barry McCarty. We're happy to have on Preaching Source today Jared Musgrove, and Dr. Musgrove is the lead groups pastor at the Village Church in Flower Mound, Texas. He is a recent Doctor of Ministry graduate of the Southern Baptist Seminary in Louisville, uh, welcome, Dr. Musgrove. Thank you, Dr. McCarty. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Thank well, you. Well, I'm especially happy to have you here. A uh, lot of the times we interview guys who are senior pastors, but the kind of text-driven exposition that we're teaching here and encouraging all over, uh, that is useful for small group studies as well. Absolutely. So, <laughs> oh, yes. We're happy to have you with us. Now, you've written before on the need to read and apply Scripture in families, small groups, and church gatherings. Uh, should preachers aim to read and apply Scripture in across all of these settings? Mm -hmm, both corporate and individual, I believe. Uh, you know, as I look back at just my own spiritual formation growing up in the church, uh, we were really encouraged to, you know, like, have your personal quiet time. And it, there was just this big personal focus on you and the Word of God, which I think is important. But as I've, I've grown in my own biblical literacy and just experience with the Lord and also with the people of God, uh, the Word is to be experienced communally and corporately. Um, isn't that what preaching is? It's the central event in the life of the church each week. It is us coming together, sitting around the Word of God, um, being moved corporately as a people. I mean, from Deuteronomy you know, on, you constantly see this, uh, this gathering of people around the Word. And so uh, I do want preachers to think about the individual application of the Word, but also think about the people they're trying to shape and form out of that Word, and what God may be doing through that Word to, to continue to form this people and that local church to themselves. Uh, I think small groups play a large part in that, quite honestly. Uh, we, have a, we have a term at the village, two terms actually, we talk about the preaching as uh, the air war, and what we get to do in groups is the ground war, and they are not mutually exclusive of one another, and so we're constantly looking for ways to align what is uh, coming from the pulpit, align that with what we're also doing Monday through Saturday in the ground ministry. All right. As, as a, a pastor who focuses on, on the small groups ministry of a large congregation, can you talk to us a bit about the relationship between discipleship and biblical proclamation? Mm -hmm. I think that biblical proclamation uh, is a central event in the life of the church, thus is a central event in the, the life of our groups. And so one thing that we're trying to do, and I'm, and I'm trying to encourage pastors to, to think about, is as you're preaching your sermon, think about how, what would you want your people to discuss out of it? How would you want them to consider this Word of God on Tuesday night as they're meeting with a group of fellow believers and perhaps even some non-believers thrown in there in the group? What are you wanting them to take away? And so as you're shaping your messages, what do you want them to take into further consideration as they think about their, their life and living before the Lord? And they think about how this Word is creating a community. Um, I want to bring that into the, the daily life of our people, you know, at the village, and I want to encourage other pastors to just maybe sit down, and um, you don't have to have a, a big staff or a communications department, but 
as you're crafting your sermon, maybe write out three or four application questions as to here's what you can think about this week. I know in a smaller church, if you're a one-man band, uh, you can do that. You can just type out a few questions, maybe email them to your Sunday school, small group leaders, whatever it may be that you have, wherever your people gather uh, in smaller groups throughout the week. They can keep considering that sermon so that it it just doesn't hit on a Sunday morning and it's forgotten by the time your tummy's full uh, after lunch. You know, you can continue to think about this Word of God and how it's shaping us. I think that's a fully orbed discipleship that we're constantly trying to align both sermon and small group uh, to hit. All right, that that is helpful for the pastor as he thinks about offloading his sermon in a way that the small groups can then pick it up. Let's go down onto the level of the small groups leader, the, the Bible study leader. What, what can Bible study leaders do to improve their approach to, to teaching? I always, one thing I've noticed just with Bible study leaders, small group leaders, is there, there tends to be this uh, trepidation when it comes to the Word of God. And, and that's one thing I want to always encourage them in, is that uh, you, you can read this. And so we talk a lot with our small group leaders about just the, the overarching meta-narrative of Scripture. It, it, it's funny seeing lights come on. It's like you give them the decoder ring when you talk about the fact that God is telling a story with His people, and, and we're caught up in this, and it forms us. And letting them know that what you're doing now as a, as a Bible study teacher or a small group leader is you're a part of the story. And what's also fun to talk with them about is that, um, and I think Dr. Smith's book, most recent book on this is helpful, uh, is helping them understand the genre of Scripture. Different genres in Scripture work differently, and so we want to help them think through how they can guide a small group of people through considering a biblical narrative or, or a poem or even a, a letter out of the New Testament. And so I think all of those things, just bringing into it a fully holistic view of what God's doing through story and different genre, really gives them an equipping to be able to read their Bible to where it's, uh, it's not as alien anymore. It feels a little more like home. Uh, people interact with stories all the time. You just have to make that connection for them in the Bible. And I've seen small group leaders really come alive once that connection's made. We've talked uh, uh, in the last two questions about how does the pastor enable this? How does the small group leader enable this? Uh, to wrap this up, what, let, let's, let's look at the whole together. One of the things our president, Dr. Patterson, says is that one of the things that preaching should do is to teach people how to read their Bibles better. So thinking of the totality of the church's preaching and discipleship ministries, what, how does that all work together to help those people read their Bibles better? Um, we constantly, as a, as a staff of uh, leaders and elders, we're thinking through, okay, right now we're spending a year, almost a year in the book of Exodus as a church. That is what's going to be coming out of the pulpit. And so we've spent a lot of time on the front end trying to think through not just how those sermons are going to work themselves out exegetically, kind of what the outlines are, trying to keep close to Scripture on what that is, but also training our people in that my small group leaders— we're going to spend a year in a biblical narrative. And my first thought was Exodus. Everyone loves Exodus, you know, whether it's Charlton Heston or, or the animated version with Prince of Egypt. Everybody's familiar with this story, and so uh, there shouldn't be a lot of trepidation. When we said we're going to train our group leaders on the story of Exodus and how that works out in groups, we had the biggest response we've ever had to a group leader training. And some of it we found was a lot of trepidation about, I have no idea how I'm going to spend a year in this book. 
um, I don't know how to apply biblical narrative, those kinds of things. And so giving them simple things like we did with our group leaders in Exodus, um, what is this passage, what's this story saying about God, and what is it saying about you? Your life lived before God and the people of God, that he is a God who intervenes in history and rescues his people. Um, it's really a wonderful story to get to share with them, and they get to consider over and over each week as we move through the book of Exodus and see God deliver his people, they get to reflect on times God saved them. They get to reflect on uh, the might and the power of God and really how wonderful it is to be a part of his community, and, and that's where I want the preaching of the book of Exodus that we're doing right now to connect with a small group level, that they just continue to grow in a heart of, of wonder before the Lord. That, that's really where real discipleship hits for me, is when you're, gra- uh, you're just full of gratitude and wonder before the Lord of the, of the universe. I would challenge our preaching source listeners that if you ever bump into anybody who doesn't think that uh, a steady diet of teaching and preaching through whole books of the Bible will grow a church, uh, you, you need to take a trip up to Flower Mound to the village church and watch them as they are actually doing it. Uh, Dr. Musgrove, thank you so much for being with us today on Preaching Source. Uh, You've been very helpful. Thank you, Dr. McCarty. God bless you.